This is the Unmuted Podcast by Mosaic, hosted by Bella Passi. Unmuted is a podcast where we host conversations on pressing issues in today's society, including things like social protest, Black Lives Matter, COVID, and integration. For today's conversation, we will be discussing the COVID real stories, the impact of COVID. I have here with me two guest speakers, Henrik and Zita. Henrik and Zita are two international students here at PLNU, and they will share their experience this past summer and how they were impacted and affected by COVID. Awesome. So, hey, you guys. Hello. Welcome. So happy to have you here. Um, To start off, can you guys... Give a little introduction about yourselves, who you are, your major, year, all that fun stuff, where you're from. Yeah. Um, So my name is Henrik, Henrik Din. I am a senior media communications major, um, and I am an international student from Bangkok, Thailand. Um, Probably through the voice or through my looks, you probably wouldn't be able to tell, but (laughs) yeah, I am am indeed an international student with an F1 visa on my belt. Yeah. Hi, uh, I am Zita, Zita Moiner. Um I am an international student here from Hungary. Uh, this is actually my fifth year in the U.S. I am um, a psychology major with a math minor. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. So obviously you guys are here to talk a little bit about what's going on with COVID and kind of talk about your experiences and yeah. what you have had happen this summer. Um, to start off, we just want to give a little brief synopsis of covid and what it is um and then we kind of just want to hear about you guys and what your your stories are so far For sure but so obviously everybody i think knows as it's kind of a worldwide <laughs> pandemic but <Yes. laughs> uh covid19 is a ca- is caused by a coronavirus called SARS-CoV-2 i don't know what that means mm-hmm. but older <laughs> adults and people who have severe underlying medical conditions like heart or lung disease or diabetes seem to be at higher risk for developing more serious complications from covid-19 illness which we know yeah. um it was first identified in december 2019 in wuhan hubei china and has resulted in an ongoing pandemic so because of that the world health organization declared the covid 19 outbreak a public health emergency of international concern on January 2020 and a pande- and a pandemic on March 11th 2020. So as of August 17th 2020 when we did this research um, more than 21.8 million cases have been reported across 188 countries and territories, mm-hmm. resulting in more than 772,000 deaths. More than 13.7 million people have recovered. So because of this, the recommended measures to prevent infection have been social distancing, frequent hand washing, maintaining, like we said, physical distance from others, um, covering coughs, all those things and using your face coverings to, you know, stop the infection or stop the um, the spread of the virus and stuff. So because of this stuff, as we all know, that's infected kind of like the whole way we do life now right right? at schools especially at home work all of that stuff um but we kind of wanted to talk about with you guys how this whole thing has really affected um you guys specifically in terms of being international students Mm -hmm. who go to school over here 
but you're from other right. countries and things like that. So kind of to start off, what were your initial thoughts when you like first heard about COVID and how, like, what was your initial thoughts in terms of like, how is this going to affect me and all of those mm. things? Right. It's, it's funny because I think the first time that we heard about it um, or the school sort of like took its actions was, I think, after spring break, mm-hmm. like the week after spring break. Um, but during spring break, too, they were sending out emails and stuff like saying, like, hey, this is happening. Like, mm-hmm. we're going to be working with the government. And it's funny because I was still on campus at that time and it was pretty much empty at that point. So it was me, my other international friend, Harry, Harry Han and Luke Pope. Um, so three of us were just chilling, you know, we were like going out surfing, we were like working out, you mm-hmm. know, trying to stay fit. And, you know, we were just having a good time. We were cooking together, we were watching movies. And then when the announcement came out, we were actually happy that school was going online. <laughs> so I don't know if everyone's going to agree with that, but we were happy that school was going online <laughs> because we were like, dude, we're having such a great time. Yeah. And at first it was like a pretty like fun idea like oh we're going online we'll just take it chill you know and everything but then afterwards like we started seeing like the effects you know Mm. people having to leave campus people getting affected jobs were like you know getting you know people were getting fired and everything Mm -hmm. or laid off and so it it just like quickly turned pretty dark I guess you could say um but personally for me I mean I knew that we were at an age group that we're pretty healthy. You know, if we do the best we can to stay healthy, then we'll be okay. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean like we'll just completely eradicate the disease, you know? So at the same time, we were just making sure that, okay, we want to take care of ourselves. We also want to take care of other people. So that's kind of what we did on campus, like form like a small group and just stick to each other. So yeah. that we're not also just like spreading it out. And if we do something, we'll do it together. And if not, like we'll tell each other like, oh, I went here and whatnot. So. Yeah. Yeah, that was like what happened at first for us. Mm, yeah. Yeah. yeah um, my experience is a little bit different because I wasn't on campus. I was actually on a spring break trip with some of my mm. international friends. So we were in Hawaii at the time. And that's when the email started coming through. And one of the girls, my friend Lena, she was a little bit more worried about it. So I feel like it affected the last few days of our trips because people were starting to get a lot more anxious about it. So that was hard. But... I really didn't think it was going to affect so many things. And like I didn't expect for school to be online even in the fall. So in the beginning, we were kind of the same as Henrik. We were happy like, oh, we'll have a longer break. We'll have online classes. But then it just turned more serious really quickly. I know. I feel like it's really snowballed. like to such a quick progression because I remember kind of the same thing of like being on spring break with my friends and like us all hanging out and being kind of like weirdly like the same thing of like oh we get more time to hang out (laughs) like in your mind or in my mind at least I wasn't like oh it'll be like this for a couple weeks and then like we'll come back Mm -hmm. to school and it'll go on right right flash forward to us now yeah here and stuff (laughs) but it is something where like, I think you're right. You re- like you don't realize like mm-hmm. you're like, it's fu- it's going to be fine. And then like how quickly it progressed right. to something where it's like, whoa, how does this affect me or how does right. that? Yeah, totally. Right. So in terms of with everything going on, did you guys like did you guys go back home at all to your home countries um, with like when school was shut down and all of those mm-hmm. things? Um, and did you guys really like, have any information or understanding of like how COVID was um progressing in your home countries yeah zia would you like to take that question <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> yeah so i i did go home but not right away so 
after we got back from spring break, a lot of my friends who were like, I have some friends from Germany, they all booked their flights right away. Mm -hmm. So that was really shocking for me. Yeah. And I, I wasn't planning to go home, but I actually almost got my flight, but I ended up not to. So I stayed on campus for a few weeks. And then uh, after that, I stayed at my boyfriend's Jake's mm. uh, with his family. So that was really nice because it would have been hard to finish off the semester from mm. home. Mm -hmm. um, so after school got out, that's when I actually ended up going home. And when I got there, I had to quarantine for two weeks, which is really strict because I couldn't leave. And then the police would come to my door every day. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it was... Um, it was really strict in Hungary when I got yeah. there, but then after like maybe a couple of weeks, uh, things got better and then we didn't have as many regulations. Yeah. So, so like, would they just come to just check and make sure like you had yeah, it? Yeah, they would left come at random stuff? times and then knock on my door yeah. and then just. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's wild. Mm -hmm. So, w like, when you compare it, I guess, from like that experience in Hungary to here, did it feel like coming back here at all? It was like, less strict or more strict or like what was that comparison kind of like uh it was first less strict and then more disorganized mm. because they would tell me things like this is gonna happen when you get here you're gonna get tested see a doctor you cannot leave your room and then I get here and nobody like really does anything mm. they let me just like they give me my key to mm -hmm. pick up and then yeah, it was just really confusing. I didn't even have to quarantine. I just talked oh, wow. to a doctor in a few days. Yeah. It was it was treated a lot less seriously, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Well, it's interesting you said that. And I know you, Henrik, you stayed yes. here the entire Didn't leave time. Leave at all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what was that like? Because your family's back yeah. there. What was that like? Like, the, how was the situation there? And, like, how was it communicating with your family yeah. and stuff? It's a good question. Um, and it's good that we have, like, two different perspectives for sure. But obviously, I think every international student can relate to this idea where we're always going to be homesick. Mm -hmm. Like, whatever you say, we're always going to be homesick, no matter yeah. how, how good we look like we're doing or, you know, how comfortable we are feeling right now. It's just that we will always miss that aspect of home. Um, and so for me, like, I was really grateful that I had my roommate who was also an international student and he was away from home. Mm. So it sort of was like this brotherly kind of thing going mm -hmm. on, you know, because he he needed a family. I needed a family, too. Totally. So both of us provided for each other in that sense. And so I think being here amidst this whole pandemic has really taught like what it what it is to be like independent and also just really take control of your like own life mm -hmm. because if i was home for say if like because my younger brother was studying in canada and my parents pulled him out like they say hey you got to come back oh, and he's wow. a freshman in college yeah. so they were like yeah we got to pull you out like let's you got to come back home now and then me i'm gonna be a senior right mm -hmm. and so they were like well you've been there long enough you know you you've done all these things so you're able to push forward so just do it and so I, at first I was like mm, why does my parents think like that you know mm -hmm. do they not care for my well-being but then I thought about it again and I said well it, it does make sense like yeah I mean I do have only one more year and if I did go home like I have certain complications with my you know legal status too mm. and so if I were to go home things might get a little complicated and so I said I think it's just the best decision that I just stay here and so it was it was nice um the raccoons on campus <laughs> were much more populated than we were. I had a couple of encounterments with the, the raccoons. They came up to um, 
to a, in front of our door because they're searching for food. Oh. It was our fault. We left the trash out. Oh was, my goodness! My so you had friends still <laughs> yeah, on campus. That's still, good. So I know. That's good. I know. Sometimes it's something crazy when I talk about raccoons. But yeah. honestly, if you're here on this campus and it's just you, like the only thing you're looking for are like birds, yeah, and raccoons. Like, yeah, that's pretty much it. So, <laughs> so yeah. So it, it was it was nice. It was interesting. Um, other than that, I think it just you know there was still life on campus but it mm-hmm. just felt very empty and it just mm. i say to people like it just mainly felt like a resort you know, yeah like i had the campus all to myself but right. even then it's like well who am i sharing this with you know it's yeah. just by myself so it got pretty lonely at times and i felt pretty homesick you know i called my parents from time to time called my friends initially when the whole pandemic went mm. on they were like you know how's it going over there and i would just like share my story and they would share their story about you know what's happening in thailand and mm-hmm. whatnot so I guess building that, you know, relationship, you know, over time kind of helped just settle into yeah um, in the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. No, that's so that's so interesting because you're right. Like as international students, it's not like a super uh, new feeling for you guys of like being yeah. away from home, and <laughs> yeah. being homesick. Um, but it definitely it's like when there's like a pandemic and there's yeah. just like something hard of happening. Course. You always want to be like, oh, I want to be with like the exactly. people I love the most. Exactly. Um. But it was interesting too what you said because I remember with the pandemic happening because I my I just graduated mm-hmm. right from here right. so I and then I still live here in San Diego but I'm from Northern California but I remember like as soon as the pandemic happened like everybody just left right. like from school and stuff and like still everyone's right. like gone right but it was like this weird thing of like like you graduate and you kind of assume like everyone for the most part is going to stay, but it was like, because of this, everyone just like scattered kind of immediately, which makes sense going home and finding jobs, Mm -hmm. which are very hard to do right now and all of those things. Um, so it does like, I think there was like such a theme of isolation, not, not supposed to be like Mm -hmm. a pun or anything isolation, (laughs) but, um, a theme of isolation and just like everyone kind of like, left in right. the community to go be you know with their immediate family exactly. and stuff yeah um so it's interesting i actually have some statistics here um from the center for disease control and prevention mm-hmm. um about kind of like the cases in california and san diego and the cases in your guys's home countries mm-hmm. and stuff okay so <laughs> california this is all at, um as of august 17th so obviously some stuff has changed but um california there have been 600,034,810 confirmed cases and 11,334 deaths. So that's oh. in all of California. Okay. And then in San Diego County, there's 35,023 confirmed cases and 626 deaths. Mm. In Hungary, there has been 4,970 cases and 609 deaths. Mm. So it's crazy that San Diego County has more deaths yeah. already just than like <laughs> right. your country as a whole in <laughs> Burma has 376 confirmed cases and six deaths mm-hmm. and Thailand altogether has 3,381 confirmed cases and 58 deaths. Yeah. So I don't know if you guys have like, like kept up with it at all, but mm-hmm. is that kind of crazy to hear in terms of like also, how did you feel like, I guess more so Zita, you, how did you feel knowing you were coming from like your home country that was like more considered more safe with like everything going on and coming back to somewhere where it's like a country that's more compromised with, you know, like the virus and everything and the spread and stuff. 
Um, it was interesting, actually, because when I was leaving the U.S. Um, in May, it was actually worse in Europe. Mm. It was starting to get better in Europe, but here there weren't as many cases. It looked pretty good in the U.S. So after I left in the summer, that's when it started um, like spreading more in the U.S. and getting better in mm-hmm. Hungary. So it was really interesting, like just like sitting on a plane and like I also haven't been home for this long of a time mm. in like two or three years so wow yeah I felt a little anxious coming back to like how it is here yeah. with just the virus and then also it was just like difficult leaving again I almost felt like I am coming for my first time yeah <laughs> back to the states so yeah totally so for you was there an option to stay at home and do online or did you kind of you were like no I'm coming back so at first um the school was saying we were going to be face to face up until I want to say end of July so for me I thought okay I have to come back and you don't really buy a plane ticket like a week in advance totally so they were telling us okay as international student you're expected to be here by August 5th quarantine for two weeks and then start classes Mm -hmm. And I also do track and cross country, so I was expected to do practice. So I was planning to come back. And then after like I had everything planned out, that's when it turned out that we we're going to be online. So that was actually really stressful because it was a few days before I was getting back. Yeah. So I didn't know if like, should I stay now? But I already spent like most of my money for the plane ticket to come back. And then if I come back, what is that going to look like? Right. So it was just, it was really difficult, I'm sure, for a lot of international students to receive that decision so late and so close to the start of school. Mm-hmm. So I think that was like the hardest part about it. Yeah. Do you guys, because I know you guys have a lot of friends, like you mentioned, who are international students. Have you found that most of them have decided to like stay at home or like come back here? And what kind of has been like the consensus of why that's been their decision? Yeah. Um, so I don't know about like majority of like the people from the sports teams because um, I know m- majority of the international students come from like sports teams as yeah. well. Um, <laughs> but so far, the people that I've known, um, they haven't come back. Mm. Um, and Zita's probably like the only yeah. person I know mm. from like my <laughs> mm-hmm. friend group that yeah. I know that she's back here. Um, the rest either graduated already or off to do other things. Um, so I'm not so sure. I know one friend, she's from France. She's in France right now. And so she's staying there. Mm. Um, so I guess she decided to just go with it. I think mm-hmm. the time difference isn't too bad. So she just said, okay, you know what? I can handle mm. it. And so I'll just do it. I'll do yeah. that instead. Yeah. So there is definitely like a choice there between coming back or not. But yeah, I'm, I, I I can't speak for like everybody. Totally, I yeah. also didn't go home. Yeah. So I wouldn't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's interesting too. Even what you just said of like things like time like the time difference of how do you as an international student or even people in like hawaii because mm-hmm, i know right. people who are students in hawaii who are like right. i'm waking up at like 5 a.m for my classes and things yeah. like that yeah. yeah so it's like also that's also uh affects your decision of exactly. like coming back or mm-hmm. staying and all of those things yeah um so i wanted to talk to you guys about the u.s cis which stands for united states uh, customs immigration services mm-hmm. um, and their decision to um, make that regulation update about if you're an international student basically um, and you attend a 
college here in the U.S. that is going online mm-hmm. that you cannot come back to the U.S. You have to like stay there and do classes there. Right. And then they ended up rese- I think they made that uh, announcement on like July 6th or something. And then they ended up resending it on July 14th. Mm-hmm. So just walk me through kind of like what was your whole your guys's like thought process through like that whole kind of like journey of like the update to the resend like and them resending it and stuff um i was actually like keeping up with the news actually it was it was i it wasn't in my radar um Mm -hmm. at first um i think so like my girlfriend actually was the one who like brought it up because on twitter it was like blowing Mm -hmm. up and i guess international students use twitter i don't use (laughs) twitter so i don't know (laughs) maybe i'm one of those people um but yeah i I didn't know anything about this until like she sent it to me and she was like, Hey, did you hear about this? And at first I thought it was like, Oh, it's one of those, like, cause she sends me a lot of funny Twitter posts, but then I was like, this doesn't seem funny. You know? <laughs> um, like this is a weird joke. This is a weird joke, me. you know? And so <laughs> I was like, what the heck's happening? And so when I read it, read it through and everything, I was like, and this is like officially from like ice, you know, the mm-hmm. IC and it, it, it just like clicked to me. I'm like, Whoa, this might be like a legit thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Cause they, they don't, you know they don't hesitate doing anything like they just go down and crack down things and so i was like wow i should be should be preparing for things you know if it does come to that situation and so initially my i have an uncle um in georgia um and he works for the cdc and so he works for like government work and everything and so he was like calling me and like texting me and like letting me know like hey is everything okay like don't let your guard down you know these kind of decisions are like pretty serious like don't take it lightly because obviously if if they do go through with it it's gonna get pretty serious Mm. and so he just said don't let your guard down and whatnot so it was pretty stressful like personally i was pretty stressed out for the first you know yeah i can imagine six to 14 just because i was like she was like one i wasn't like i was still figuring out my housing situation with the school Mm. and so i was like okay i'm here in summer but i don't know how it's looking when it opens up you know and so if i have to leave then what should i do and if i don't leave then you know it'd be a good thing but yeah, I was pretty stressed out and I was like confused and mm-hmm. whatnot. And, you know, I don't usually voice out my opinion on social media, but I kind of did like for like once or twice just to yeah. like let it known. Um, and so when the decision ca- like got resented, I was like, good, good stuff. You know, like I feel safer, much more at peace. Right. But while the whole thing was happening, I was keeping it up every day, you know, seeing the updates, seeing, you know, what they're planning to do. So, yeah, at least that's what was happening here, because I know a lot of international students here they were like they didn't go home there there was people like me who didn't go home and they just stayed in the states and they were like no this is unfair like i sh- we shouldn't have be treated like this and i think a lot of people just felt like why pick on us like mm. why did, what did we do to get like picked mm-hmm. on you know like yeah. we're here trying to get a diploma trying to do like our thing you know we're paying lots of money right first right. of all we're paying a lot more than like the local domestic students and so our tuition is much higher and so they were like what's the point like you get the money anyway we come for the experience like it's a win-win mm-hmm. um but yeah i don't know it was just some complicated stuff i yeah, guess and totally. I, i'm not in the government so i wouldn't yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if i if i was i'd be yeah. like the one opposing it yeah but, yeah no but i agree i think like it's like a lot of hopelessness and like i have right. no control over the right, situation right, right. and what your decision is will determine my entire like yeah where i live where i like what i have to do right. booking flights all that stuff for sure what about you zita how is that for you um so when this is all happening i was also keeping up with the news but for a different reason so in july i was already thinking to buy my plane ticket for august 
And I was actually waiting that, uh, for the U.S. to lift the travel ban mm. because at that time there was still a travel ban for the Schengen zone countries yeah. in Europe, which <laughs> Hungary is part of. Um, and I was actually talking with my friend Lydia. She's my roommate now, and she's also from Hungary. I mean, she's a missionary kid who grew up mm. in Hungary. And we were both there, and I was asking her, like, hey, did you buy your flight yet? And we were just talking about waiting for the decision to lift the ban because Europe was getting pretty good. And that's when I saw these news. Yeah. <laughs> so I was really <laughs> shocked because I was actually expecting that, like, okay, maybe if they don't lift the ban, they will say that F1 students can return or something because the fall semester is coming up. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it was really stressful from that point because... It was really the opposite of what I was expecting or waiting for. <laughs> so it was looking really? really hopeless at that point. I, I thought I cannot come back. And yeah. 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 And, and also like, I think the, I think the r r criteria was that if you went online, if your school went fully online, oh, yeah, yeah, then that's you, right. would, you would have to go back. Mm -hmm. But if it doesn't, if it's like a hybrid, then it'd be okay. Yeah. So I think during that time, like Point Loma was trying to do a yeah. hybrid. Mm -hmm. and so there was like that hope where I was oh, like, yeah. okay, Point Loma is going <laughs> to sort of wick its way around things. Yeah. It's a private college and right. it might work some things around. And so I was kind of fingers crossed like, yes, please mm -hmm. do hybrid. Yeah. You know? Yeah, completely. Uh, mm -hmm. But then obviously if, if it, you know, like how we are now, it's online, right? Yeah. But if the, if the rescind or if it didn't get rescinded, then yeah. obviously that'd be a whole different story yeah. for us. But, totally. you know, we're, we're yeah. grateful that it worked out. Yeah. Are yeah. you guys at all still nervous that like that decision could be made or something in the future or um, i think i think it's given enough time to just feel yeah. like okay maybe it was just a, we're, we're safe. a yeah. thing you know yeah. that they just did. but <laughs> who knows you know they could yeah. just like come yeah. out of the blue because that thing came out of the blue <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah i know i feel like it kind of like sunk upon like yeah. everyone was like whoa okay, yeah wait. we're like doing the <laughs> pandemic and now you're like wait what like yeah. you target know. You know, international students now so it's just yeah, it was kind of weird, but yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll see, you know, like my uncle said, like, keep your guard up because as an international student, you're always keeping your guard up like mm. these. You should always be expecting things to just be uncertain, like mm. at least in my circumstances, like a lot of things has like just come up and just like quickly changed the course. So I have to adapt quickly to that. So I guess for me, like, okay, if this thing happens and I have to just adapt to it, I can't really like because out of my control. Right. You know, yeah. Like, like you yeah, said, totally. it's out of my control. So. Yeah, that's a yeah, that's a good way to put it in terms mm -hmm. of like we can't I mean, it's hard right, especially right. in your guys' situations <laughs> yeah. but like we can only control what we can and right. keep putting one foot right. in front of the other with that. Exactly. Yeah. Um so we've talked a bit about, you know, your guys' experiences in terms of like international students. Um but how has COVID just affected you guys as students? Like in mm -hmm. terms of like this whole, there's a new format, right? Of how you're doing <laughs> classes, how you're like interacting with students and other people in your classes, projects, all those things. So like, what has that been for you guys? I know this is like the first week of school and mm -hmm. stuff, but we've, you know, you've had a little bit of online from last year, last right, semester right. and stuff. Um, so what's your, I don't know, where are your thoughts on it moving forward? All of that kind of mm -hmm. jazz. Yeah, so like, I mean, I've only had my first Zoom class actually yesterday. So Monday, I didn't have anything at all. I did have assignments due like on Tuesday and stuff. But mm -hmm. the remote learning, in my opinion, I mean, maybe most people won't see it this way too. But I really do feel like the person I am, like I like a week set for mm -hmm. me. And mm -hmm. then so that I have my own pace that I can go with. Like I'm just that kind of person. Yeah. Um, but I know a lot of people enjoy like that face-to-face. -face. Obviously, 
everyone would love the face-to-face learning, you know, the traditional style, but it is what it is. And if we keep complaining about what we don't have, then, you know, you're not going to get anywhere. So I was just like, you know what? I enjoy the remote learning. I'll just look at it that way. And then whatever classes they're trying to do, you know, like I have a lab. Mm-hmm. It's quite interesting to have like an online lab because we're not really doing anything hands-on, but we're just kind of watching videos and just having instructions from our instructor and just mm-hmm. doing data from there. That's what we'll be doing throughout the semester. So it is, I got to give props to like the professors and yeah. how the school's handling it because it's not easy to like reform the whole you know, system and just like, hey, this is what we're going to be doing, you know. Totally. So I really respect that. Um, so for me, I mean, I just had two classes yesterday and then today I just have one chemistry class. So it's evenly spaced out. Obviously, I chose the classes based on like me being physically there. Yeah. But even if I'm not physically there, I'm just like, oh, I'm in just in my room, you know. Yeah. So I have more time to work on my other assignments or just go do something else instead. So yeah, it's been nice. It's been nice, to be honest. Maximizing yeah. kind of now the new time that you have to yeah. be more productive. Honestly, yeah, honestly, really enjoying it, yeah. to be honest. It's, it's nice to just like have that freedom to just like, oh, I'm done with class. And it wasn't like hard, you know, yeah. it's not like you're walking from one class to another. It's just like, you're totally. done. Yeah. Close the computer. Yeah. You know? Good for you. That's great. I didn't do that when I yeah. was a student. I was like, oh, I'm done with class. I'm going to watch Netflix for like five hours. Right. Or something. But <laughs> yeah. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah. What about you, Zita? How is the online formatting kind of been for you? Or like, what are you, what are your thoughts on it? Um, I mostly agree with Henrik on that. I like, I like the freedom aspect of it. I like having my own time and just like going the pace that I want to do. So I like um, doing classes. I don't really like the Zoom meetings because Mm -hmm. I feel like sometimes it can be really draining just Mm -hmm. like trying to stay focused. Mm, But also this semester, I I won't have a lot of classes that meet like every time on Zoom. So that is nice. For me, it's most with the, the whole online thing. What's hard is that now that school is online, that means that we cannot practice as a team for track and cross country. And that is really difficult because... Um, a lot of the girls didn't return on the team and it's just hard for school it's okay doing it online and not going to class but with running it's really hard to like stay motivated stay in shape and like just not having the team around you so that is the only thing that I really like don't like about it yeah that's Mm. actually something that we haven't even really addressed but you could speak into it's like how has this affected um, athletes like who go to school and things Mm -hmm. like that because I know there's a lot of people who are bum just about like this is my supposed to be my senior year yeah. you know like yeah. getting to play sport getting my last year of getting to be doing this and obviously because of circumstances yeah um that's been hard and stuff um but yeah that that is so tricky in terms of like um i guess like your mental health or you like mm-hmm. the social interaction and stuff like what's been your guys's kind of philosophy for that like with everything going on because i feel like especially with such a like gigantic shift in how like mm-hmm. we do life, how it changes like our interactions with people and like how we get, you know, like right. whatever we need, like we kind of have to, like we've all had to learn how to rework it or else st- still learning how to like, you know, find new ways to like fulfill ourselves in that right. way. So has that been difficult for you guys? Have you kind of, it's been a learning process or what's that been like? Yeah. <clears throat> I think like for the mental health aspect to it, um, I think one thing I've been really working on too is 
like you know how everyone's back and everyone's doing introductions right and everyone's like oh what's one good thing that came out of the pandemic or what's the silver lining out of it like that's what one question we had in our chemistry class and many people like pretty much 80 percent of the class were like i'm grateful to be with my family mm. you know i'm happy that i get to you know be with my pets and <laughs> da, 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 you know um and so it's it's good that you know people have their families and whatnot so what i've been trying to do is like not get too into it being like oh she's i don't have my family mm. and they do and so i'm like unfortunate like i don't want to think that way i mean i used to think that way obviously that is my circumstance right yeah, i literally totally. don't have my family here so i also have to like be careful with how i also present it because sometimes people be like oh now i feel bad that i'm mm. with my family and i don't want them to feel yeah. bad i'm just <laughs> saying like oh like we're just in two different worlds mm -hmm. and so if i'm just like if i say something and it's sort of like for you you feel guilty like don't be that's right. what i just want to say so yeah. I think yeah mentally it's it being here like away from home um obviously i can't speak for zito because zito went yeah. home right yeah. um but for me like just being here um really pushed me to like just make sure i have to build this like strong fortitude in my mind mm. it's like okay man like look past that mm -hmm. hardship keep pushing through yeah. you know keep pushing through and do things that you that reminds you of home from time to time i ate a lot i ate a lot of thai food throughout this whole <laughs> summer like insanely and i found this like great thai place if anyone wants recommendations my number one right now they know me so well there like there you we go. go yeah we're like on like What's first name, name basis it? it's called the original sap ely okay there it's you um go. It's by USD. Okay, it's by cool. USD. So it's amazing. Uh, they know me there. I know them. It's just a great time. So <laughs> I went to them. I spoke Thai to them and they responded to me in Thai Aww. too. And so it's just like this good, you know, I support small business. They help me feel like home. So yeah. it was really nice. And, you know, it, yeah, just do do what kind of helps you out. Yeah. You know, makes you feel like home. At least that's what I, advice I would give if really? anyone was here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> But yeah, my, my experience is really different because just because I went home, so it was actually, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, it was actually nice um, being with my family and having that time since I haven't been home for a long time. Mm. Um, and then I got to see friends at home because it wasn't as strict with the regulations. So I guess I'm just learning now how to handle the situation here that we're really not supposed to like meet up with people right. and yeah, just like hang out like how we used to. Yeah, no, totally. Um, so now that you guys are both here at Point Loma, you've been here the yep. forever. Leave, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Love um, this place, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then you just got back from here. How has that been for you guys? Like being at Point Loma, how, you know, have you felt like, has like Point Loma supported you guys as yeah. international students? Yeah. Um, yeah. Who, you know, your home country isn't here. Like how right, has that right. been? What's that been like? Yeah. Um, I think one, if anyone have, if anyone's saying anything bad about Point Loma, um, I don't think they're actually looking at like, the real Point Loma, you know, mission and values. Cause mm -hmm. I really think throughout this whole summer, mm -hmm. this pandemic, at least when I was here, they really made sure like they took care of me. And mm -hmm. and I'm not even just speaking for myself. Like my roommate, he graduated, right? Yeah. Um, he was like an alumni. He was like just away like detached from the school at this point. Um, but the school was like 
super compassionate. Like they understood his situation because it's really hard to find a place after you graduate, like which yeah. is understandable, right? I mean, this whole pandemic thing made it even harder totally. to like find places. So for his situation, like he he just he was able to stay on campus by talking to the people and then he did his part you know he paid for like the summer housing and it worked out for like both sides and so i think point loma gave those opportunities to like international students at least you know mm. um and obviously sam like was always there like mm -hmm. checked up on us gave us groceries you know when we needed it so he had these like boxes of stuff and so we were able to use it and we were we were really grateful for it so yeah, it was really nice. I think I think they they they're finally I think recognizing international students. In my opinion, at yeah. least. from before, like when I first got here, I didn't really see that much attention. Um, maybe it was there. I was just maybe too young to notice it. But as I like grew, you know, and I and I sort of advocated more um, for the community. Like it just helped out in my favor and you know all my friends' favors too. So. Yeah, I think Point Loma has been doing a great job in that. And I think there's been more of a voice to it as yeah. well. Awesome. Yeah. How about you, Zita? Um, yeah, I would agree with what Henrik said. I feel like we've been getting a lot of support from the school. And even just like with being able to stay on campus and like coming back to online school and like still having that option to live on campus. I'm living on campus this yeah. semester. Um, that's been really helpful. Uh, I had a lot of professors reach out when the whole pandemic started in March. Um, my advisor called me when I was really struggling and mm. he offered also to get me groceries. Yeah. Um, also, my coach was there for me the whole time when things were going on in the summer and just like with the change in regulations, I would always um, turn to him for advice or I would ask him about new information from the school and he was always like available to me and just like helping any way he can so yeah I feel like um it's been really nice like being an international student at Point Loma I was I actually transferred here from uh the University of Toledo in Ohio mm. so I can also see the difference from like coming from a big yeah. public school to a private school which is like a lot smaller and I feel like that community aspect and like the teachers and like everyone just like really caring about us is something that makes this place really special and like different from any other school. Yeah, totally. I think this is like one of the most, like the best times to see why like we can value like small schools because of their community, because right. these are the mm -hmm. times when you need community most, right? Especially right. when your community is yeah miles and miles, miles away, away to yeah. still have like people there that you know, care about you and reach out is amazing. Yeah. Awesome. Well, as we start to wrap up a bit, um, I just kind of wanted to ask you guys this question of, you know, we're still in like very much the midst of this whole situation yeah. with COVID. Um, yeah. And we don't know, you know, what it's going to look like in the future, mm -hmm. like anything. Mm -hmm. But um, what's your guys' mindset kind of moving forward? You know, like what is right. like you get like you wake up like what's your mindset moving forward with this whole thing yeah um and with that do you guys have any advice or words of encouragement um for anyone who you know may also be struggling during this time yeah um Zita, would you like to get that first <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> um so for words of encouragement i feel like for like anyone who's struggling uh they should just know that they are not alone i feel like the whole world is going through this and there are a lot of people who who are in hard situations. So yeah, we're just hoping that this 
they'll find a vaccine or, you know, some solution will be coming because I feel like this has been going on for a long time now. Um, what else was in the question? Sorry. Um, just like what is your mindset personally moving forward through it? Uh, for me, I think I am really like settled in my situation right now. Mm -hmm. Like, um, I like like how classes are going and just like being back. I am happy with that. The only thing I'm a little anxious about is more change. Mm. So um, it's been hard getting more news from the school that maybe will change back and to like face to face or maybe right. online again. I think I just um, need more like stability right now, yeah. uh, which would be nice. But yeah, I'm just trying to like deal with whatever comes our way now and like just make the most of it going forward. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with the last point Zita was making because, like, the whole, you know, I know the schools are like, trying to find different ways, and I also know, like, financially, they need like that support and whatnot mm -hmm. too. So I do understand, like, the the you know the routes that they're trying to take. Totally. But at the same time, like, as students too, like, the more changes you give us, the more we have to adapt, and oh, yeah. it has to go around like other things. So like, if someone had like work, you know, and all of a sudden school is like, well come back and then they're like oh shoot it's like i was working locally mm -hmm. in my hometown and i have to go back and so it, i mean i guess they'll still give that choice but at the same time it's like the more changes happen the more you bring like mm -hmm. different you know different outcomes and so i totally agree with that um my my mindset i guess has been just i don't know just like get after it mm. kind of you know just like get after it um knowing that nothing's gonna stop really you know yeah. it's just gonna keep moving and if you stop because i definitely you know just being transparent here like i was in a rut for sure mm -hmm. throughout this summer um even just till like up till now like i was in a rut mm -hmm. you know i kind of didn't feel like there was any drive going on and whatnot so i'm really glad that classes started again because that's giving me that boost to sort of wake up you know yeah. and be like yeah totally. okay i have something committed you know and i have mm -hmm. to do it now so i gotta get after it yeah um so yeah just try not to fall back into mm. like that mindset of like yeah what's the point of doing all this you know there is no point like everything's just stagnant anyway but mm -hmm. just trying to create new things just for yourself like daily um so just figuring out you know if it, it's like making a cup of green tea you know <laughs> every morning now you know or like tomorrow i'm just gonna walk out of the yeah. house and just go somewhere yeah you know something like that like just create the small goals because um, yeah. that's the book i've been reading too um it's like this japanese method to like push for it so it's a really good thing um try, i'm trying to do more um and trying to meet up people more uh, mm. obviously socially distance right. and whatnot i mean that's my biggest advice i'll give is like wash your hands yeah. and wear <laughs> your mask and stay socially distant like yeah. you know that's just people people just need to understand that yeah. um, and i think in america especially i don't know about why i don't know you know because <laughs> in back home like it's getting better now mm -hmm. um, a lot of asian countries i've heard like it's getting better like even in wuhan like as of recently mm -hmm. i think it's like blowing up on social media like they had a pool party that's just like yeah where it started and they're all just like no mask no nothing yeah. no socially just they're all like gathering in a huge yeah. festival you know music festival and i'm like well we can get there yeah you know like i know they started first but it doesn't yeah. mean we we in america like we can't too so my parents are definitely concerned for that yeah. just because they were like oh no like be careful you know people there aren't really they're wearing the mask so i'm like yeah i know i know so 
yeah, just just trying to be more compassionate yeah. towards people too, totally. and understanding that. Yeah, but it may not affect you, but it could affect others. Yeah, exactly. So I think for advice to international students specifically would just be like, just don't stress about like whether or not like this decision is going to determine or whatnot. Because like for me, I've gone both decisions. You know,、mm-hmm. whether it's like, oh, I want to go home or I want to stay here. Like both decisions, either ways, they will change your course. Yeah. But at the same time, like just make it and just go with it. You know, like you don't need to stress so much about like, well, but what if I did that? What if I did this? You know, because I'm I'm a, a huge overthinker of like, what if, what if, what if? You know, so I'm just analyzing and observing. So, yeah, I would just give that advice to international students. If you want to come back, then come back. Right? Then don't look back. Right? If you commit to it, commit to it, and don't you know, don't <laughs> complain about like, oh, I did, shouldn't have done this. You know, you're here、yeah. now. Just do it.、Yeah. Um and just a gen I guess that could be a general advice too. Yeah,、um, totally. I but like, yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah, and I like what you said about. I think because a lot of people have probably lost motivation. I have lost motivation so many times yeah. during this,、yeah. you know, absolutely pandemic of being like, I'm not like I can't. Why am I going to do anything? You know, but、mm-hmm. I like what you said of just setting goals for yourself, and it does help to be busy with school and stuff. Right, but, right. You know, just like writing out what you're going to do and be like, okay,、exactly. these are my five things I'm going to do today. Yeah, and that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, I think people get caught up with like wanting to be productive, but、yeah. aren't they don't get productive? You know, like、yeah. if you, it, it doesn't even need to be as big as like I need to finish this assignment. Like it could just simply be like making your bed. You know, everyone、really? keeps saying that making your bed, move something、yeah. around to make it cleaner, like、yeah. your room or stuff. So,、yeah. and we are a society that productivity is like the mark of success. Exactly. How much you exactly can, how efficient you can do everything in a right you know, small amount of time. But I think you're right, like finding the balance of remaining productive so you're not remaining stagnant, but also、right. not you know overworking yourself or creating like. Expectations that right know, are unreasonable and stuff、right. too. Yeah, awesome. Well, thank you both yeah, for coming you. on this podcast, you. And, you know, podcast and sharing your stories <laughs> and experiences with us about COVID.、Um, I'm sure we're going to see both of you in the future. Hear from you both in the future and、yeah. stuff. Is there anything you guys wanted to promote at all? Promote、like, <laughs> your, your social media, anything or anything you want anybody to check out? Um. I mean, I don't mind a couple of followers. You know, <laughs> I'm just kidding.、Uh, um, yeah, if you want to follow me on my Instagram,、um, I don't post as much, but I'm trying to work on like this public image thing because, like, you know, it's something fun to do. So、um, it's it's on my Instagram tag is at Henny H R Q. So H E N N Y H R Q. Um, you can follow my journey up there. You know, I have a lot of posts from like Thailand and you know whatnot.、Yeah. So if you want to check out my like who I was before I came into states, go ahead. You know, <laughs> might be dropping all that、who、soon. I, I don't was, know. You know,、yeah. my public image,、yeah. right? So, so yeah. So that's、awesome. my Instagram page.、Um, and I just want to promote.、Um, go listen to the CDC. That's it. I'm just gonna say because、yeah, my uncle's、go. in the CDC and I, <laughs> I, I advocate for him. You know, he's、yeah. telling us to like be safe and whatnot.、Yeah. So that's、totally. what I'm promoting. Yeah. Thank you. I love that. Anything、yeah. for you, Zita? No. Here you go. Well, awesome. Thank you both so much. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you to our listeners for supporting this podcast, and stay tuned for when we come back in two weeks to speak with some of the officers from the Black Student Union about the racial justice movement, Black Lives Matters. What it means to be an ally and how to stand up for social justice and use your voice. Until then, make sure to stay safe, and we'll see you soon.
This podcast would not be made possible without the Office of Multicultural and International Student Services of Point Loma Nazarene University. It was executively produced by Lauren Woods and Sam Kwapong. It was written by Lauren Woods, Fernanda Viana, and Bella Passi. Research was done by Fernanda Viana. Today's podcast was produced and edited by Tyler Darlington and filmed by Kevin Langley.